Catch up with the entire season of Pandora anytime on the CW app or download it on iTunes. You can also watch Pandora in Canada on the Space Channel. Hello and welcome back to Season 2 of Unboxing Pandora, the official behind-the-scenes podcast for the hit CW show Pandora. My name is Peter Holmstrom, and I'm the writer's assistant here on the show, and we'll be your host as we pull back the curtain on the making of the show's second season. During the next few weeks, we'll have exclusive interviews with the cast and crew while they are hard at work filming Season 2. But first, we wanted to give you the Pandora Season 2 panel the cast and crew did at this year's San Diego Comic Con. So we hope you enjoy this exclusive first look at Season 2. Hey everyone, welcome to today's San Diego Comic-Con panel at home for Pandora. I'm your moderator for today, Scott Nance, and joining us literally from around the world, very excited to have here executive producer Steve Crozier. Hey Steve, how you doing? Hello Scott. Okay, also executive producer Thomas Vitale. Hey Scott, Tom, how you doing? Hey Scott, hey everybody. Very good. Also, executive producer, Mark A. Altman. Hey, Mark. Hello, Scott Mance. Nice us for his first panel for Pandora, Ben Radcliffe. Hi, Ben. Hi. And joining us from the UK, Oliver Dench. Hello. How's it going? And from beautiful Los Angeles, Priscilla Quintana. Hey, everybody. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, we're, we're looking back on season one before we get into uh, some, some bits for season two. And really, now that season one is, is done, it has aired, it's in the rearview mirror, and the soundtrack album with the music is available now on La La Land Records. That's yeah. how much season one is in the book. So I want to just start by asking, well, Let's start with you, Priscilla. I just wanted to say, like, how was this overall experience for season one? And uh, what kind of perspective do you have looking back on it now that you have a whole season under your belt? That's so crazy that you say that. There is an entire season under our belts, huh? When we first got there, Mark told us it's going to be a lot of work. You're gonna, there's going to be great days. There's going to be, you know, really, really hard days. Um, but looking back, I'm so proud of what we accomplished. Mostly the relationships that we created as well. Like we all became such a little family on set. And I learned so much just about the inner workings of set and being on set. So I feel like I have a very good um, expectation level and um, I have high hopes for season two. I think that we're going to do a really good job. Hey, what about for you, Oliver? What was it like for you to be uh, over in Sofia <laughs> filming oh, Sophia. season one and uh, really it's having a family feel? It's the most beautiful city in the world. There's zero <laughs> doubt. It's an incredible place. It was so nice to film there, but it's strange to think of it now because the world has changed to such a ginormous degree that it, it feels like so many lifetimes ago. But looking back on it, we had such a good time filming season one and it came out so excellently. I'm so proud of the work that we all did together with the exception of Ben, but Priscilla did really well. Um, so I'm, I'm just really happy and I can't wait to get started on season two so where Priscilla can excel again and Ben can have another go. 
<laughs> so Ben, my question is for Ben. So, you know, uh, Priscilla mentioned at the top how, how y'all bonded, became like family, and that it was really, really a lot of hard work. What was the hardest thing about filming for you? Well, I, I wish someone must know how many days I was on set for because then I could work out how many hours I actually sat in a makeup chair for having <laughs> makeup sprayed onto my face. <laughs> that was probably the worst, the worst bit for me because I had to come in early every single day whilst I was there to put the, the prosthetics on my face for Raylan. So um, that, that was the worst bit for me. In terms of, uh, in terms of those prosthetics, uh, you know, did, it, did the, the, the time, the prep time get a little shorter as the season went along since you know, everybody sort of like got their rhythm going? Yeah, yeah. At, at the start, it was, it was seriously long. It was like two and a half hours, like the start. <laughs> and then towards the end, sometimes it would get done in an hour. You know, oh. like my makeup artist, Boyka, she, she got quite quick at it by the end and she'd have it done in an hour. And next question is for Mark. Mark has his hand raised anyway. But my question for you, Mark, is when you were prepping with Tom and with Steve, season one, and then you all go over and you start filming, how did the production change from what you initially envisioned? How did the production and the vision for the show evolve while you were making the first season? Well, you know, Scott, first I want to say that I'll never forget the last day of shooting season one because Ben wanted revenge on his makeup artist for tormenting him for those many hours. <laughs> so he said, I'm going to put you in Zetarian makeup. And, they, and, and he literally uh, uh, put the makeup on his makeup artist, Boyka. And it was hysterical. And she was walking around. And we said, oh, my God, you're going to have to be Raylan's mother now. And he did a great job. And then Ben decided, well, I'm a great makeup artist. You know, I'm still working on the acting, but I, I'm a great makeup artist. So then he decides yes. to be DP. <laughs> <a shooting. laughs> decides to be a stuntman, although he did a fair amount of stunts. And he, he's get over. And I was, we're, we're spending too much on this show. We just need to have Ben do everything and, then we're <laughs> and, and relax because it's much easier that way. I mean, it was unbelievable. Next time. I got it covered for next time. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was crazy. But uh, in terms of what you asked, Scott, um, you know, I wouldn't, I, you know, I think that the, it, it's more interesting uh, in terms of how now we're prepared for season two, because yes, things definitely evolved and you're writing scripts and you don't know who you're going to cast in those scripts. So um, that was, you know, challenging because ultimately I felt like we really hit our stride mid-season, especially at the end of the season, because by then we were writing for Priscilla and for Oliver and for Ben. And um, we knew what we could do well and what we couldn't with the budgetary limitations that we had and also how the characters reacted. But with second season, I think we took everything we learned first season and are able to apply it. And I'm, that's why we're just jumping at the bit to go back because um, we know we're going to do something really, really awesome. It's going to be such a great season uh, in terms of you know, what the characters are doing. We're building a whole bunch of new sets, which are fantastic. I was actually there for about a week and a half COVID hit and I had to hop on a plane Laszlo and Ingrid Bergman and Casablanca get my butt back to quarantine in the US uh, <laughs> before they stopped the planes and uh, so I had a great time prepping for a week and a half the sets were amazing and we got a lot of stuff <laughs> I was back here sitting around uh, 
you know, in my house for the next two months. Tom, uh, I, so Mark talked about some of the lessons you learned while filming season one. What were they? Um, you know, it's such one of the great things about Sophia. Um, it is a beautiful city. There, there are so many incredible locations that haven't been seen on television anywhere, especially on, on American and European TV. So one of the things you learn is you want to take advantage of, of the landscapes here. You want to take advantage of these buildings, both new buildings and these classic old buildings um, that were built behind the Iron Curtain and show these locations um, in, a, in a whole new way as, as part of, you know, locales that could be far away on another planet. So, you know, that's one of the things. Mark talked about how the more you know your actors, the more you know, you know, they, how they embody the characters. You, you just let the characters live and breathe. That's another lesson. So, you know, the longer you, you get into a series, the, the more you can do to make it even that much more special for viewers. Steve, my question's for you. Uh, you know, when you, when you have a, a season planned out, how much detail you have about the end of the season when you start filming the first episode of the first season and did Good question <laughs> thank you for asking that one yes <laughs> well we knew we wanted to kill off oliver really quickly <laughs> but the network was like you can't do that Wait, can I just say, can you guys hear me? I'm still Team Raylan all the way. Mark, if you make me gender oh. fall in love, I'm quitting the show. I swear. I do remember we, at Oliver's audition tape, his hair was like, seriously, COVID hair. Show them your hair. hair. Show them your hair. Yeah, was, I'm like, this guy's trouble. This guy's trouble. Look at my Mohican. It wasn't as high and tight on the side, but it was everywhere else like that. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. <laughs> We're like, this guy is trouble. And then also, like, I, I, I think about Ben and the makeup. I know Ben made a, it was a time-lapse video that's great of the whole makeup process. Yeah. It was really interesting to see. And like, when I came to set, I didn't, Ben was, uh, I don't think I actually saw him out of makeup for a month because I was only seeing him in makeup. So it was kind of shocking yeah. when I think we all went out to dinner once. I was like, are you the guy who plays Raylan? Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't know who I was. In terms of planning out, in terms of planning out the season it's like a lot I mean a lot of it was as we're made as as prep was happening I went I was there in February before Tom and Mark because I was already in Europe so I saw went out and took a lot of I went out location look scouting and took a lot of photos and so we reverse engineer a lot of places that we saw how do we work them into the show if they're going to work oh. you know and the, no one was cast at that time but like how do we make this place look like other worlds and like what Tom was saying it's definitely American audiences hadn't seen something like this on TV before like this my, my back screen here is this is three hours outside of Sofia I didn't even know this place existed I'd seen photos of it before I left and I was like how do we use something like that on the show so we end up doing it this place is called Boozlija. Mark you about to add something yeah I would just say that you know first season you, you ask about how much we had planned we got picked up in February mm. we were shooting in April and we were on the air in June which is insane for people fan oh. production schedules. I mean, pulled off. I mean, we, you know, so what's great about the new season is we actually had time to plan and time mm. to build sets and time to do a lot of things. And that really, you know, in television, the more time you, and then we have this quarantine, you know, so that, that, 
Uh, all time. What a blessing. <laughs> I mean, we should just do the whole season by Zoom. We could just. <laughs> I don't think that would go very well. <laughs> I'm receiving a transmission from Dax. Uh, put her on screen. <laughs> so, so uh, Mark, you know, you raised a really good point. I remember, you know, because, you know, Mark and I are, uh, have been friends for a really long time. And I, you know, when all this, when the announcement came out and, and I saw where he was going and what he was doing, it just all, you know, from my perspective, it all happened really, really fast. But, uh, you know, for Ben Oliver and Priscilla, from your perspective, uh, what were the biggest challenges for, for all of you, start with Priscilla, about, about the speed in which all this happened? Um, that's a great question. So I, this is one of my, this is my first big job of my career. So I had no idea what to expect. Um, and now I've been on some, I, we've been on set a lot and we kind of know how the system works. But at first you have to think that, you know, for season one, episode one, we went to a foreign country where a lot of the cast and crew don't even speak the same language. So there was a lot of charades happening on set to try to understand, you know, where you need to stand or what you need to do or where the lighting needs to be. So I would say the biggest challenge was probably the actual language barrier at first. And we, we you know, as the season progressed, we definitely caught on more and more. Oliver is almost fluent in Bulgarian. Oliver. That was definitely the hardest part, not to mention the really, really, really long hours, especially for Ben. And, you know, we're on set all day long, go home, run lines for an hour, eat dinner if you have time, sleep for five and a half, six hours, and you're back at it again, you know, for like three months. So I would say for me, it was the really long hours and um, the language barrier that was most difficult, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. I learned so much. And coming out of it, I just feel like I grew so much and I'm just like a different new person. I really showed myself what I could do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, Oliver, how about for you? What were the challenges for you? And were they sort of in line with what Priscilla was saying? Yeah, totally. I think, I think the, the way we made the show with the language barrier was really tough. I think the thing that I noticed most was the, um, the timing being so stringent meant that the, the time we had to build a character was much smaller than we would normally hope for, which is totally fine. But when, when you approach an audition, you do what you can with the audition sides and you build the character as much as you can um, imagine it at that point. And then we really had to hit the ground running in the first couple of episodes to trust ourselves, trust the writing, trust the directors to, to make the character into something that we thought would, um, would work. And I think it's really exciting how the, uh, the, the limited time means our characters develop so excitingly over the series while we get new writing new you know everything else while everything else is thrown at us i think it's really interesting how it changes we... and ben, how about for you sorry i was trying yeah, to sit down my background to my own face it didn't quite work um <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the challenges uh, well initially my, my challenge was you know being an alien like that, that was pretty, hard. <laughs> you know, decide how my, my alien would, you know, what my alien would be, like what I talk like, you know, all those things, my characterization, everything. Um, Did you have any other like discarded options? 
And can you do them yeah. for us now? Show us, show uh, us your second do option. You know, do, you, do you actually know where the voice came from? No. You know, um, so it's got a bit of Snape in it, you know, like several. <laughs> like yeah. It's got, um, have you heard of the YouTuber PewDiePie? Yeah. So he talks with a Swedish accent that is like PewDiePie. He's like that. And that's where I got the, the like, inspiration for it. And I was like, just come up with something random. And I was like, I'll talk like PewDiePie. And then I sort of made it a bit more British. And eventually I came up with Raylan. It's, it's quite weird. And it's funny because Ben didn't, like, we, like we've been saying, we're on such limited time. So Ben didn't have time to teach the others. Zatarian, how to speak that yeah. language. Oh. <laughs> so he's the only one on the show who does. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, my wife, she doesn't have, you know, a very big Zatarian accent. No. <laughs> dad nails it. He comes from North Zatar. They have just. He's, he's Northern Zatar. That's what it is. Julian <laughs> Zatar. Very, very similar to a British accent. It's very similar. So you were going to uh, say something before I cut to Ben. What were you going to add with, with that? Oh, I don't remember. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, the, uh, the trust factor in terms of, of producers trusting the actors, actors trusting their producers, and of course the actors trusting each other. You know, when you watch the first season, uh, you look, you know, from the very first episode, the tone of the show, the relationships, already looked fully realized the the dynamic and the chemistry it's already there um but really for the actors when did you start to feel that bond like when did you start to feel that you were hitting your stride priscilla definitely not the first episode if we're being completely honest like we didn't i I think that we hit our stride and we became super comfortable and familiar with each other around, what would you say, Ollie, like set, like five or six maybe? Because at that point we're spending like 10 hours a day with each other. But I think in most pilots, you know, people are still trying to figure their characters out and better realize and understand. And yeah, I, I would say around episode five for me is when I, I, I really thought it's like it's, it's like a multi-part question because in terms of when we started feeling comfortable with each other and also when we started feeling confident with our characters it are kind of two-part yeah. things I, I feel like close to the beginning we all spent an evening together eating food um playing games and getting drunk i'm gonna show pictures i'm gonna pull them up <laughs> i think when, uh, when John kim was killed off in number three it really we got rid of that extra fat that we didn't need <laughs> Exactly. It brought us all closer um, together. Yeah, <laughs> and Scott, what you were saying earlier about things planned out, like he was always planned to be killed off in three. That was always part of the storyline. And then people were very mad that John had been killed. And, uh, and, and now he keeps coming back and we can't get rid of him. Can I show you guys this funny video? This is me, Martin, and Ben. We went to a lake one day to go on a boat and it started hailing. And this is us in like hail in a jacuzzi. <laughs> and there's so many nights like that, but that's really what bonded us all is, and we're like always just making fun of each other. Like I sent this to the group chat recently of Martin. So it really, it, that, that type of stuff got us um, much closer as friends, but as characters, I, I think we developed yeah. about halfway through maybe. 
and I think it helps. I think even though the dynamic is radically different from what, it, what we are in real life to how our characters are, I think it really helps for us to bond as people as we find who our characters are. But it's hard to say when we really hit our stride. I don't really yeah. know. This is oh, the last somewhere. one. This is one of the first nights we all hung out. The cops were called. The, Bulgar the Bulgarian police were called. <laughs> We had a crazy food fight in our apartment, and that's Ben. He's trying to squeeze lemon in my eye all night. Can you guys I did. <laughs> squeeze lemon in your eye? I know. I still can't see out of that eye all the way. Whatever. <laughs> Why would you show this? <laughs> this is incriminating. Is it? It's so oh. <laughs> it's a food fight. They're legal. It's a food fight. It's a food fight. Behind the scenes of Pandora. This is an exclusive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, my, my question, uh, you know, in terms of like, uh, can you give, give an example of when you started to see how the production was going, how the relationships were, you know, between the actors coming together, where you made a change to a scene or a plot point based on how you started to see things really come together? Well, I mean, it just evolves because you see what the, their strengths are as an actor and what their dynamic and who's bonding. I mean, you know, from episode seven, I remember we're out at this, this ridiculous theme park that had windmills. It was a Don Quixote, like uh, uh, wind windmill park. I mean, it was very bizarre, but uh, we're there. And, and I remember Priscilla comes up to me and, and she says, you know, I'm team Raylan, you know, and already this has become a thing on Twitter. Team Raylan, Team Xander, Team Greg, who is dead, so apparently they're in the necrophilia. But <laughs> a weird thing. And, uh, and, and it was all, oh, and then we introduced a, a you know, a female love interest for um, uh, uh, Jax as well. But it was so funny. And, and she's just like, I, I got to be with Raylan. Jack, you know, and she's like, I got to be around. We're like, what are you talking about? She's saying to uh, Oliver, I'm clear. Oh. A fight in character about who Jack should be with. It was very funny. And yes, absolutely. I am Jax, and Jax and I want to be with Raylan. And I think I should choose my destiny. Is that too much no. to ask? This is 2000. And... <laughs> oh, wait. It's way past 2020. So I should choose my destiny. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the other things about, uh, you know, hearing about how. Uh, you know, you real all all of you producers, actors, everyone had to hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. So, not only do you have to memorize your lines, but you have to fight. You like you have to like really train how to fight. And like, how did you all do that? And how much fun did you have? And how uh, how sort of like impact did you get with some of these fight scenes, Priscilla? I mean, I've definitely punched Ben in the head more than once. <laughs> <laughs> we, would well, we, we would learn the stunt sequence, <laughs> like, and they'd be like, okay, go. And then we would just, just do it, and, you know, there were some mistakes. But at season two, that will be, we'll be experts, basically. Ben kind of came in as a pro, though, weirdly. Like, like he picked yeah. up on the routines so quick. But he's a dancer. I can't dance. Like, me dancing is like something awkward, like a dolphin using chopsticks. Like, I don't know, it just doesn't work. So I couldn't pick up the routine. And Ben is over here like, and, oh, poor Ben. I'm so sorry. I've hit him yeah, so Ben, give us a dance or something. Maybe you oh, could show yeah. up some Zoom. Are you doing a quick one now? Yeah, yeah, yeah please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
No. Oliver, why don't, why don't you sing for us? <laughs> I'm so ready. Wait, oh my God. What about when, when Mark was freaking um, spreading rumors around set that he wanted to do a musical episode? Is that happening? Please don't tell me that's oh, happening. Oh, I thought that I was real. I thought it was serious. <laughs> And, and and I still want to do a musical episode. I just haven't oh. out yet, but we're going to do a musical my episode. My double has to do my singing and dancing part, because I cannot do either. I'm not a triple threat. I'm sorry. You know, I got to say, one of the reasons we started having so many more fight scenes late in the season was because, you know, we saw what Priscilla did in 108, where she, you know, she has this fight with these two burly security guards, which is great. It's a great fight. And then, you know, Ben, you know, was just totally you know, kicking ass and doing these incredible flips and stuff. And Oliver, you know, had this great fight scene in, in one of- I did my best. Oliver <laughs> <I never> tried. <laughs> we started adding more and more fights uh, and, you know, second season, they're going to be mixing it up a lot because um, really, uh, we really enjoy, you know, letting them, uh, you know, go and, and having these great fight scenes and making them more ambitious. Because, you know, at first we weren't sure, like, could the stunt coordinator and how is it going to go and what's it going to be? And uh, it ended up being, you know, really uh, something. It was like they were our secret weapon and, and it was really exciting. And so, we, you know, we want to do more of that. It's, it's, it's really great. I would love to. Totally. I mean, I'm excited. I, I feel like we've been teasing a Xander and Raylan fight for ages. I think we, we need to fight each other. Didn't we? We fought together. We fought together a few times and that is really, really cool. I'd like to do more of that as well. But there will be a time where we come to blows. There has to be. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah. Who do you guys think it would be over? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Probably Cordelia. <laughs> I imagine. It's hard to tell. Yeah, probably over Avar. Yeah, Avar! Avar! Avar. Avar, Avar. With an interesting story. This this kid, local hire, we, we he comes in and he has his hair basically down to his knees, you know, and uh, you know, he didn't look anything like a cadet in the military school and had a just terrible, a really well, I shouldn't say terrible, but a very strong accent. And so we're you're like, he won't cut his hair. What do we do? It's like put him in a hat, and put it under his hat, and and uh, and that solved that problem. But then that guy has long hair. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah it was in a cap. It was stuck I never knew that. Yeah, I would have asked him to show me. I, you can't even tell. That's great. Yeah. That was one of those morning calls you get here back when I'm back in post, and it's like it's like the guy won't cut his hair, and it's really long, and we don't know what to do, and it's like put a hat on him, an Earthcom hat. That's where the Earthcom hats came from, and uh, like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what we ended up doing, and. Um, but then his accent was very thick, so we dubbed him the post. But um, uh, which you know, it's great because in all the old James Bond movies, they used to dub everyone, and uh, they would hire like great actors like Gert Froby and Aldolfo Celli, and they uh, and they would dub them. So I didn't feel guilty dubbing poor. And he was a great person to work in that scene with. He was a he was a lovely actor and an amazing local hire. I think he was very very in it and made our roles a lot easier too. And he was excited to be there, which is what we ask for from anybody. You know, if they're passionate, they're excited. You know, like everyone was saying, it's a family, and we really want to have a warm and uh, you know a, a good environment and and make it as uh, fun for everybody as. It can be under the circumstances. We work long hours, you know, and, and everybody works hard. And there's some rough 
but we try and you know make it a pleasant ex working environment for everybody and for the most part it, it you know it has been and i again i just i'm so excited about season two i just i'm, I'm just, i want to get out of my house i want to <laughs> be out <laughs> wow you know what so you know, you've all talked about like the long hours and uh, sure, of course, uh, you know, you're, you're making a weekly show. Hours are going to be pretty long, but so can, uh, can you give an example, uh, maybe Ben, Oliver, Priscilla of where, you know, it's kind of late in the day, you know, you're really tired or it's maybe it's even early in the morning. That's how late it is. Or you're just like, man, I, I got to get some sleep or whatever, but you have to do a really big scene and you have to crush it and your fellow actors really boosted you and elevated you and you and you crushed it can you give an example of that i think there was some there were some cool moments towards the end of the series um towards the end in fact in, in the in the final couple episodes there's that scene the dream sequence in the um in the bar in the kind of uh old timey bar in this this uh, surreal zone of where things aren't as they should be and Jax is woken up in an unexpected location it was shot so close to the end of the day through no fault of anyone's um and and we had to get the scene solid it included like a you know a, a scuffle between a dream greg a dream jaworski a moment from dream xander i always think xander is always a dream but this was an especially dream xander and 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 Jax and a tree and all these moments and suddenly everyone managed to pull it out the bag. I remember working with, with everyone in our brief moments of the scene and everyone managed to get things on the first tape because frankly, you have to. You have to work hard and get it to a certain point and, get, and, and perform at a certain um, quality. And I think that was the moment that I remember where everyone pulled it out the bag. I don't know if Priscilla and Ben have any other examples. Do you remember the fight that we actually did together, you and me, Oliver? At the, that was at in the, the very end of the day and we'd been in all day and I had no other, other scenes that day. We'd just been rehearsing this yeah. fight and it got to the end of the day and it was just closer and closer to the time we've got to wrap. We were like, yeah, we've, we've got about half an hour left. We've got about 20 minutes left. We've got about 15 minutes left to do this fight. Yeah. And we're both thinking like, it's not going to happen. Like, how are we going to do it? <laughs> and then, and then um, they just were like, all right, we're on to the fight. Roll the cameras. Me and you were straight yeah. in, just did it. We did it three times, no break in between. And, and we managed to get the fight scene done. It looked really cool. Yeah. Man, and it was crazy. They did, the, they did the full fight and then they were like, okay, and reset, camera still rolling. And three, two, one, go again. Yeah. And reset, camera still rolling. That was the most exhausting thing I've ever yeah. done. And the dust of the quarry. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. And we had to dive through that portal as well where we did some, yeah. some serious leaps. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they were good. But Mark got us a, a spa voucher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so worth it. That's, That's so worth it. That spa, that spa is like the best spa that I've ever been to in my life. It's I good. Swear, I swear to God, that, that place was amazing. Yeah, that was a brutal day. It was super hot. And I remember because Ben Cross got bit by a bug and everyone started freaking out. And we, we thought something serious had happened. What, what happened to Ben? Is Ben okay? He got bit by a... Well, because what happened was he went like this to get it off of his face and scratched his under eye area. So he was bleeding and we have no time. So they're just trying to cover up his blood with makeup and we're all like, oh my God, <laughs> what the hell are we going to do now? I remember when we finally did 
it was the first day that I'd really been on set with Ben Cross and um, I hadn't spent that much time with him. When we eventually went to do the scene, I was sat next to Ben Radcliffe. They said, we're going to do the fight scene. I stood up and went, all right, Ben, let's go do this. You've been sitting around, lazing around for hours. And Ben Cross gave me a look like... Radcliffe, Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> it was a day, 100 degrees in this quarry, no shade. Then it started raining. Then it started <laughs> back out. Then it rained. Then there was hot hail or something like out of Flash Gordon. I mean, it was, it was the weirdest thing. No clouds. Yeah. <laughs> it was a working quarry also. And there was a lot of noise with the machines in the background. And it's like, it's like 105 or 106 degrees that day. And we're in, I'm in leather and we're just like, oh my gosh. The things, the, the rabbits we've pulled out of hats. You guys have no idea. Ben Cross, ben Cross gave the show an ultimate compliment. He had said, it was off camera, like it was in between scenes. He had said to another actor, he says, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't understand it at all, but I like it. Oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was just sitting at the monitors. I'm like, that's cool. I don't know what you're saying either, but I like it too. My favorite with the quarry scenes is we say, okay, so we're getting ready to shoot. So, okay, let's stop the uh, stop the construction equipment, please. And like, oh no, this is a working quarry. We don't stop the construction equipment. Like, what do you mean you don't stop the construction equipment? We're like shooting. Don't you understand the concept of sound and 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 picture? And and it's like, no, we we can't. We can't do it. You'll just have to fix it in post. It's like, <laughs> oh, I wish I had a picture of that place so we could show the people. It's so hard to envision what we're talking about. It's just like. Um, like a like a field of rock or like a valley of just it, it looks like another planet. It really does. It's well, like a like quarry. Red rock. <laughs> it does look like another planet, and and that's why it's such a great location and it's sort of a go to because there are not a lot of other planets around on Earth, and there's not a lot of other planets like particularly in Sophia. So <laughs> we settle for like a quarry or something. And then if we're lucky, the special effects guys come in and do something cool and put, oh, look at that. Here, here's sort of what it looks like, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm talking about the other one. Yeah. I don't have the other one. Oh, this is yeah. one of the was that in Priscilla? What? When? Look at that. When is that taken? Or we took it at first it's from the pilot. Another guy with them. Is that it? the key grip? Or is that some guy at the craft services? Yeah, I was going to say. No, no, no. Oh no, it's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, John, I miss you, John. So let's let's talk about uh, you know one thing common. Oh, wait, uh, I think Priscilla, you have a photo you want to share with us. I'll find it. I'll, I'll pull it up. Uh, right. uh, one thing common, you know, when I I moderate a lot of of Q and As and panels and everything for for shows that you know can run for years and years and years, and one thing that fascinates me the most. Oh, check out that photo. Priscilla, what is that? Whoa. That's, a, that's a wild Ben in his natural habitat. Yeah. <laughs> ben, I'm telling you, look at that photo, because Ben can leap so hard. Well, don't. <laughs> so don't. Look at you, Ollie. Oh, no, see, I'm leaping, but look how close my legs are to the floor. I know, look at to Ben. ben. I actually went Whoa. over the crash mat on that one and totally missed it. <laughs> I landed purely on the rock. <laughs> that's, see, that's, I'm, I'm basically just like glancing along the floor. Ben could have leapt over like an adult cow. <laughs> oh, speaking of adult cows. Oh, yeah, the cow. cow. <laughs> <Our Michelle. laughs> 
the cow, not your show. <laughs> this is the best part of it, the whole panel right here. <laughs> you, Scott, you moderated panels with like Quentin and Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. So is it Pitt and DiCaprio or Ben and Oliver? Which <laughs> Ben and Ollie all the way. Ben and Ollie all the way. Come on. Look at that. Look at that photo. Um, uh, you know, the question I was going to ask is like, you know, for Priscilla and Ben and Oliver. So, you know, when you start filming and you're, you're working with each other, you're working with the producers, you're trying to get the rhythm, trying to find your characters. Was there ever a point where you felt like, I would say, like an ownership? of your character because you really were playing them now for a while where you might even make suggestions to Tom and Steve and Mark. Oh, you know, I don't know if Jax would do that. You know, I don't know if Raylan would do that, you know, where there was more collaboration between you all because, you know, you, the actors had a much better feel for the characters they were playing. Like they felt like an ownership of them. No, which is what you hope is going to happen, that the actors really, you know, feel connected to their characters. And, you know, what happens, and this is true of a lot of shows, that if you don't have as much time to prepare with the material, that you have to draw on yourself, on parts of yourself, to build the character. And I think that's what happened with everybody. And that's also why we were able to write the characters better as we went on, especially once we knew who would be playing these characters. Because, you know, obviously there's so much of Priscilla and Jackson. So much of, uh, you know, um, certainly uh, in Oliver, uh, of Xander, and, you know, there's not as much Raylan and Ben, because, you know, obviously Raylan's an alien, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I think that, um, you know, it's a really, you know, like any great show is a collaboration, and so we just have a very collaborative group of people, whether it be directors, writers, actors, you know, even going to, uh, you know, all the keys. You know, and, and that's what I think makes it so fun and why everybody's so invested in the success of the show. And I think that came through because, you know, obviously we have a very passionate fan base as well. And Mark was very open, I think, from the first episode. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember being like, this feels weird. He's like, oh, you know, change it to whatever you think you, you would say or you would do. And we definitely started to do that. But I didn't feel comfortable with Jack's. Actually, my first realization was um, after we shot the season, one of my best friends auditioned for the show, auditioned for a new role. And I was reading as Jax with her helping her tape for it. And I was like, oh my God, I've done a whole season of this. Like, I know this, you know, it was, so it's, it took a long time, but that's when I was like, oh my goodness, you know? But for me to actually feel comfortable on set, I would say is about episode five or maybe six. But now season two i'm ready to go i'm ready to hit the ground running again and bring everything that i got yeah the time i remember changing that became more um where we took more of our ownership was when, when did um when did brett come back uh episode like for 10 because he had done four, five and five is where i feel the show really starts to hit a stride which is where you know um the dad shows up the the you know the um, yeah. dad but 10 he comes back for the trial episode um and uh yeah that episode you know, just is sort of firing in all cylinders you got the whole uh, is it is it 10 is it 10 where J uh, jackson zander have a a long argument in a lecture hall yes 
Yes. I, I remember working with, it, it's tricky for us because as we said before, the pace is so quick that it's hard to talk about, um, you know, the specifics of where the whole scene is going. But in, in terms of which characters make which movements in which moments in the, um, with, with the lines, I remember that scene, Priscilla and, and me both going forwards and backwards about where we're going to move and, and working with Brett and saying, I don't, I really don't think that whoever, Jack should turn her back on this line or I don't think that Xander should walk away on this line or maybe we really need to be close for whatever line. And I remember that being a particular moment of collaboration between um, those of us who were on set of, uh, of um, what the character would do. I think for me, it was really around the later part of the season where I felt confident enough in ownership of the character to say where we should be and, wh and what we should be doing. How about for you, Ben? What's your experience here? Um, I think I, I properly felt ownership of my character when, um, when my wife showed up and I had to tell her, this is what the Zatarians are like. You know, they talk like this, they do this. She didn't listen, but, um, you know, <laughs> when I felt uh, ownership of my character. But Ben, for me, I felt like you had it at the table read. Do you guys remember when we did the first table read for the first episode and we were all, you know, figuring out our characters in the beginning and Ben came out so hard, full performance, full accent. And I remember I looked up and we all looked up at the same time because he just had it down and it... I mean, it evolved, of course, but he, I feel like Ben probably came the most prepared, to be honest. I had spent the entire, uh, you know, like, as soon as I found out I got the job, up until that read-through, I was, you know, constantly thinking, what am I going to do? Like, how's this guy going to talk? <laughs> what am I going to do? And I was panicking, and then eventually we got to that script read-through, and, and, you know, that's what i come up with in the end. And, Thankfully, everyone said, you know, I think you said at the end, Priscilla, like, well done to Ben, because that was, that was cool. And I was like, oh, they like it. Great. <laughs> they love me. <laughs> they love me. Aliens <laughs> is such a difficult, uh, somebody to play an alien is such a difficult task because, you know, it's very rare you end up with a Leonard Nimoy, right? I mean, you look at how many times Star Trek has Vulcans and they're awful, right? Um, and, and, uh, and that and that's true of a lot of sci-fi shows where and, and 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 a lot of times it hinges the success of the show hinges on that alien because more often than not the audience uh, sympathizes because they're the outsider they're the person right. you know so it's so important and for every step of the process from the audition on that was the character we were most worried about not because Ben was fantastic but then you know you start to do makeup well. and and. <laughs> And, and, you know, it, through the whole makeup process, you're like, well, is this going to look silly? Is this going to look ridiculous? Is it going to look like another show? You know, it needs to be unique. And, and so we did a lot, you know, before Ben uh, uh, showed up, uh, you know, makeup test-wise, with the director with me, with makeup artists. And then um, we did, you know, Max, our fabulous DP, you know, did some uh, test shoots to make sure the makeup photograph well. That was once Ben was there. And then we were so thrilled, you know, once we start shooting, because obviously, you know, Ben had created this character that was unique and funny and exciting and, and you know, a little off and, and uh, but also, you know, could kick ass when he needed to. And, and um, you know, dealing with a character who's still dealing with racism felt very of the moment right now, unfortunately, because there's so much xenophobia and so much, you know, particularly in America with this misplaced America first uh, ideal. Um, to have somebody, you know, who even in the future where things are better, um, 
in you dealing with this on a regular basis, you know, was very interesting because I think the great science fiction offers a lens into the issues we're dealing with today. And, you know, it's not really about the future. It's about the people we are now and how, and so when science fiction works, that's what it does well. And, and that's what we tried to do, particularly, you know, with Raylan's character. Okay, so uh, we have a, a couple more minutes left. I just want to just get into season two without spilling the beans on too much, you know. So, you know, one, not that there is any good thing to come out of this uh, current uh, circumstance we all find ourselves in, except for time to uh, fine tune certain things and get a better handle on things and, and uh, polish up certain areas of uh, story and plot and script. But, uh, you know, based on, the accomplishments of the first season and the prep for the second season, what can we expect from season two to grow new characters? Uh, Tom, I want to jump back with you uh, and uh, talk about what we can expect from season two from the unexpected. Well, Priscilla and Ben and Oliver all get killed off in the first episode. So. <laughs> oh, Oh, sorry. My agent and I are still in that discussion. <laughs> you mean you mean my agent? Oliver stole my agent after season one. <laughs> did we talk about that? <laughs> I did. I did. But I love it. We're the same agent. I admit that. <laughs> you know what? I mean, look for for season two. Uh, the best part about doing season two is that. You know what works. You, you look look at the camaraderie between the, these three actors right right now, and you know how good they are together, and that's important. And, and you take advantage of that when you're when you're um, you know creating season two because you you know what works, and you just keep going in that direction. In terms of giving away plot points or teasing, I'm gonna throw that to Mark. <laughs> yeah, Mark, give us something good that even we don't know. There you go. Wow. Go, Mark. <laughs> no pressure. I'm calling you out. <laughs> I'll give you kind of the generic thing. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. It's going to be more action-packed, more special effects, um, more romance. You know, it, 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 it's, again, we, we learned what works for the show. And it takes, a, it takes a village to make a great show. And we're very lucky. We got amazing. D our DP, Maximilian Schmiggy, is back. And he's such an important creative partner to all of us. And um, uh, we have a great new production designer on board, and um, uh, so so many uh, so many people that make the show possible. I mean, um, and we're very lucky because you know we're not gifted with a huge budget. We're not gifted with uh, you know a lot of things that you know bigger shows have. So, but we are gifted with ambition. And I think you know there's a time jump. We start the new season. It's a couple of months later. Um, basically. Uh, um, they get a new ship. I'm so excited about this. We have a, yeah. the Dauntless. I'm so excited. What's it called? Dauntless. And um, the Dauntless. It's a, it's a British word. In <laughs> it. In it. And uh, and it's so and and we have so we we built a bridge and we built quarters and briefing rooms and it's very exciting because you know when I was there. We hadn't quite finished constructing it, but I'm like, I stepped on those sets and it was like, it was really cool because I'm like, oh yeah, we got a ship and we got a bridge and Xander has an office and, uh, and you know, there are different corridors. Xander has no office. No more briefing than someone else's office. Xander has his own. Isn't that the keyboard? 
down the stairs in a towel. You know, Osborne's above the house. But there's so much, you know, we're building a bunch of new sets on campus and uh, planetary environments. And so it's really cool because we're going to show a lot of things we haven't shown in the universe. We're going to grow the universe, you know. And, and, and again, it's just like to be on a, on a, on a ship, uh, uh, we're, we're actually going and, and changing a few of the sets from last season. Um, so that's really exciting. And I think we're going to spend a lot more time in space and on adventures. And while we'll still be at the school, um, there'll be a lot more, <laughs> to steal a phrase, boldly going. Uh, and, and that's, uh, you know, that's, that's exciting because you, you don't know what to expect. And last question, last questions for Priscilla, you know, uh, during the conversation, you talked about how, you know, this was like your first like big show as a lead and everything. And like, how has your approach for going into season two, how is it different from going into season one? I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> it's pretty much all it comes down to. I know my character. I know the crew. I know my castmates. I know my own strengths, my own weaknesses. I know how much I can bug mark for tidbits. Um, <laughs> I just am much more familiar with the world. It, I feel, I mean, I, I feel great about season one, but I feel so confident about season two and what me and my fellow castmates are able to bring to the table confidence i think is probably number one because in season one you know we really had no idea what we were doing <laughs> but we, we did a great job but season two we now know what we're doing i know the good so which i'm very excited about i know you know where to go eat and where what places to avoid very important and and Mark um, is probably going to get us more spa gift certificates, right? Oops. So <laughs> we're excited about that. <laughs> well, listen, thank you all for joining us for today's San Diego Comic-Con at-home conversation panel for Pandora season one and upcoming season two starts filming really, really soon. And uh, thank you again and uh, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>